Hello everyone, Robbie here. I'm pleased to announce my newest novel, What Dwells Beneath the Waves, is now out and available. Here is a brief description. Deep below the water, something waits. Journalist Moira Bell is in the Florida Keys to cover climate change, but her investigation soon reveals a series of unreported disappearances on Blackwell Key. Disappearances noteworthy only because of the missing people always come back. Come back as something else. Moira ties disappearances to Butch Blackwell, chief of police and the direct descendant of the original settler Blackwell Key. He's hiding something on his private island just offshore. With a massive hurricane approaching, Moira has little time. When Moira sneaks her way onto his island, she finds a dark obelisk, a bloody ritual, worship of something beyond our world, something long asleep. Moira must stop Butch before he awakens something that will undo the earth. What Dwells Beneath the Waves is available for pre-order now on Amazon in both print and Kindle. Links can be found in the description. Links can be found in the show notes at my website or by searching my name on Amazon itself. It's Carl Hyacin meets HP Lovecraft. I'd love for you to check it out. This is The Simpsons Show. I'm Robbie with my co-host Matt, and we are here to talk about The Simpsons from the beginning. Matt, how are you? I'm fantastic, Robbie. Uh, you mean talk about one of the most boring, weird episodes of The Simpsons ever? Yeah, we're here for that. Boy. <sighs> we're throwing shade early today, guys. It's, I, it's a real bad one. I, it, I don't know. I, I am... I don't feel like I'm in a bad mood, but this episode may put me in a bad mood. It, so, it may have put you in a bad mood because it really didn't make me happy. It's just so boring. Uh, hi, guys. We are brought to you by supporters on Patreon. You can support us by going to patreon.com slash The Simpsons Show for only $2 a month. You gain access to all of our bonus material. We have a couple people to thank, Matthew. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Matt's turned into Duffman. Precisely. Uh, first, Historia, Historia Gamer 24. Thank you. Thank you, Gamer. Thank you, Gamer. Uh-oh. Uh, and then finally, and then uh, Lizzie Newman. Thank you, Lizzie. Thank you, Lizzie. This week's episode is Homerazzi. Episode JBF06. Originally aired March 25th, 2007. Written by J. Stuart Burns. Directed by Matthew Nastic. Received a 4.2 rating with 7 million viewers. The chalkboard gag, Global Warming, Did Not Eat My Homework. I mean, it is a lot of bad things, but we, it hasn't been proven to eat homework yet. I don't even know what that means. I don't I like, mean, me neither, but okay. It's I'm just making assumptions here. Yeah, I guess that's fair. Uh, the couch gag. Uh, this is the famous evolution couch gag. This is the very, the first time we see it. Um, Which we've seen before. No, we haven't seen before, Matt. Really? Are you sure? I mean, you, I hear. Wow. They've reused this multiple times oh, okay. throughout the years, and you have seen it then. We ah. have not seen it up until this point in The Simpsons, but they have reused this evolution of couch gag. One, because it's it's impressive and it even it, it's pleasant and, and fun. Um, it has a couple gags in it that I think are funny. Uh, I think mm. the thing it always makes me laugh is when uh, the uh, Agnes flies by as a pterodactyl and goes, ah, he just... 
that always makes me laugh. It's the only thing that makes it's the only laugh I got in this entire episode. So that that's it. Uh, this couch gag is real good. Um, but the couch the 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 intro to this episode is two minutes and twenty five seconds. Two minutes and twenty five seconds go by before we see the family do anything. And there's a very good reason for that. Yes, because there's nothing in this episode. Uh, there is just a lot of filler. Um, this episode guest stars J.K. Simmons as a tabloid editor. It is absolutely of the episode itself. J.K. Simmons is the best part. It's not even close. There's not even a, I don't think it's a contest. It's not even that good, but it's way better than anything else in this episode. Nothing else even comes close. Yeah. And it's so bad. It's uh, there's Betty White. Betty White plays herself. I'm she's coming back from uh, she was in Missionary Impossible. Another tremendous episode. I'm so sorry for Betty White. Yes. Just she gets the worst episodes. Lovely woman. Uh, a tremendous person. Uh, entertaining in everything she's done, even on her old Hollywood stuff. And she has to be in just terrible Simpsons episodes. <laughs> That's just, I guess that's the thing. Um, John Lovitz, Matt, is in this episode as Enrico. about three seconds. Is, yeah, for Enrico Iritazio. And I saw that. I've never seen this episode before. I saw him as one of the guest stars. I'm like, oh, John Lovitz. I love John Lovitz. I love John Lovitz on The Simpsons. He redeems a lot they of... They bamboozled you. They really did because he has literally a single scene. And then he doesn't really do anything else. Oh, guys. Okay. Um, This episode is so empty. It is just mind-numbing. It is boring. Uh, I am going to try. Matt, I want you to... If I start going on some long-winded criticism of anything, okay? I want you to interrupt me and say, Robbie, what are you doing? They didn't think about this episode. You shouldn't either. (gasps) Oh, let's let's hope that's the case. I... Because that's... They did not, there's nothing there. This feels like it's written, but like by like, they just went, I don't know what's, 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 they just went like stream of consciousness, wrote the plot down and then just threw in like shoddy jokes. That's what this is. Yep. Um, we, I, I could have easily not captured any clips and it, we would, nothing would be lost. <laughs> uh, so it's Homer's birthday. Um, he can't blow out candles, Matt. No, the thing that everyone everywhere can do, uh, Homer cannot. He is so out of shape, he does not have the wind. He can't force enough air out of his lungs to blow out easy blow candles, as we find out from Bart, that they are not trick candles, they are easy blow candles. We get minutes of this, minutes of this, of Homer trying to blow candles. Okay, uh, Homer over and over again, and Homer does it different, several different ways, and it's just it's awful. It's awful. It was boring. It's not funny. Uh, Homer eventually we we cut to Homer in the middle of the night, still trying to blow out candles by himself, alone in the in the in the dining room. He passes out on the cake and sets the house on fire, but not completely on fire. Just a little bit, just a small house fire that Homer has the kind Homer has set several times of his own. Apparently, we've discovered it's been six times in the past week. The fire, the the fireman tells us, um, this is the first time I wrote in the notes. This is the pits. 
That's just the first time. This is I'm. It, it is a reoccurring theme because this is the pits. It is boring and empty, and I'm like, what? I like. Okay, the title of this episode is Homerazzi, man. Mm-hmm. And you're like, okay, Homer is going to be paparazzi. What are they going to do with that? I don't read the plot synopsis before I get into this. I go in blank, blank slate, tabula rasa. What do I get? I'm like, okay, when are we going to get to Homer as a paparazzi? And we start out with Homer not be able to blow out candles and the house burning on her house burning. And you're like, okay. So fireman comes, puts out the fire. We get a painful gags with the fireman. Uh, The family gets a fireproof safe, Matt. Which is what you do in these kind of cases. Sure thing. I would like, why don't you think, I I guess it's, it's 2007, scanners exist. I would be digitizing your documents, maybe. Like, I don't know. Let's, uh, well, especially uh, ir, ir, uh, irreplaceable uh, things like pictures like that. It's not, it's not 1970 anymore. You can just at least have a copy. Might not be the original, yeah. but whatever. Um, we get a minutes of this. Minutes of fireproof safe gags, Matt. Of the family debating what to put in their fireproof safe. Why? <laughs> Why is this the bit? I really could not tell you. It's the dumbest thing ever. It's just, it's just, just minutes of Homer and Marge and Lisa and Bart, all of them debating, like, what am I going to put in the, the safe? And finally, we, we get, okay, so Marge puts in the photo album. Uh, Lisa puts in a Malibu Stacy car. Uh, Bart puts in a Krusty doll. Um, Homer puts in cologne. Scent of a Wookiee. Let's be clear here. It's all none of this is none of it makes sense. It's all stupid. Um, and then a through a crazy set of coincidences, which are impossible, the safe burns up in from inside. What's that coming out of the safe? I don't know. Maybe the crusty doll accidentally turned on the car's headlight, which focused on a cologne bottle, causing it to boil and soon explode. Dad, that's ridiculous. Ah! What's the deal with this California pizza? If I wanted cheese and fruit, I'd have to It's like what a resume is for a man. I agree, Mom. It's very sad, but we'll have to move on. It's not like we can restage all our family photos. Restage the photos? Lisa, you fool, you've doomed us all. No! Doomed us all, Robbie. Doomed us all. Uh, I mean, at least they've gotten they've gotten to the part where the part where they are photographing things they're that's true go ahead at least the this is this is the inciting incident Uh, thankfully there is i guess there is the fire which leads to the pictures which leads to homer being a paparazzi so there's an inciting incident to an inciting incident but there's just one inciting incident to the inciting incident so that's that's kind of an accomplishment right no i don't like i don't care i don't i'm not i'm done like i don't like i don't know Our, uh, our 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 supporters their reviews are much generally kinder than I'm going to be about this episode. Um, I Maybe it's just because these empty episodes are the ones that I am harder on. This is, this is about nothing. This episode has no theme. I'm going to say it a million times. Get used, get ready, guys. Put on your seatbelts. I'm going to say it. This episode has no theme. It's about nothing. It has no stakes. I don't care about anything that happens in it. Um, 
I put, I want to say, this is the second time where I said, this is the pits in our notes. So that's two. I said, this is the pits. <laughs> um, so they restage all their family photos in a montage. Um, I, I got no pleasure from this. Uh, did you enjoy this montage, man? Not at all. Okay. Not even a tiny little bit. Yeah, it's very much like, oh, look, here's memories of the Simpsons. Uh, they don't make any sense. They purposely point out multiple times it doesn't make any sense. Marge at one point even says, she thinks, she says it's it was nice of Na- NASA to send you back into space so we can get another picture of you in space. And that stuff is publicly available, Marge. There's, um, if a man went in, if a Homer went into space, there'd be pictures of it, you know, in the newspaper. You don't need a picture of that yourself. But whatever. It doesn't matter. They don't care. Um, Thankfully, no one cares. Yes. And this lasts a while. Again, I, I'm, I'm trying to breeze through this stuff because I find it really unpleasant and boring. But this takes a while. This, this first act is really long, even with that really big uh, couch guy. So... They they restage a lot of they restage apparently every picture they've ever taken that's in the Precious Memories book, and while they're going over them, their second set of Precious Memories, they even have a fake out gag where Homer runs over a set of the photographs with a lawnmower. And then, Luckily, March got duplicates in the age of digital photography. Don't Matt, don't even start with this. Okay, they don't they don't care. They do not. This is not. No one cares. Uh, they, th- there are so many plot holes. There's 10,000 plot holes in this thing. And they're just like, eh, we don't want you to think about it. Cause we got to go. We can't stop for any second. We can't ponder anything. We can't think we can't even, even, there's no time for thought. We have to move. Uh, there's 45 plots we have to get through in this episode. Uh, so they're going over the pictures and what do they notice in the background, Matt? I believe it is Duff man with, I want to say Booberella. Yes, which they find scandalous because Duffman is supposed to be in a committed gay relationship. That is specifically what they say. And this is how we get to this story, Matt. We get to Homer becoming a paparazzi because Marge says, oh, we could sell this picture. It pays good money. Yep. Literally, that is like that's. This is literally what happens. So uh, Homer goes to this tabulator, and here's where we get J.K. Simmons, the only pleasurable thing uh, I find in this episode. <laughs> this is good, real good, like Lindsay Lohan looking drunk, high, and bony. Click, click, career over. Sing in the gutter, Freckles. Homer, I'll pay you 200 bucks. Bring me more snaps like this, and I'll make you a moderately wealthy man. Moderately wealthy? <gasps> Wee! I'm sort of rich. I can rent anything I want. That's quite an offer. Can I discuss it with my wife? Sure, why not? Then I'll do it! He can rent anything he wants now, Robbie. That's not a bad, like, off-handed gag, like, joke, Matt. But Mm. this sets up that Homer is doing this for money. Only for money. Doesn't care about anything else. Which is, that makes sense. That makes sense to me. If you're gonna, like, the reason you can do a lot of episodes where Homer gets a bunch of different jobs which, you know, they've done hundreds of, apparently, at this point. Because <laughs> it's the easiest way to make an episode. Yeah, it, it, I mean, the reason you can do it and why it has worked many, many times, they did this throughout the golden years, and I didn't complain really ever then, is because you make it about more than the job. You know, there's a reason Homer is getting that job. There's a reason Homer goes on tour with a rock band, you know, because he wants to be cool, you know? 
and Homer Palooza. That the whole thing about Homer Palooza, Homer wants to be a cool guy. Homer becomes an astronaut. He wants to earn his son's respect. You know, it's not because Homer wants to be an astronaut. He wants to be an astronaut because he thinks that job will get Bart respect him. And so on. And so forth. If there, as long as there is a reason that, and in this case, when you, when I say a paparazzi, Matt, what do you think of? Uh, a paparazzi. When I hear, hear paparazzi, I think uh, a someone who has way too much money invested in cameras that follows celebrities around and is just a jerk to them. Right. And gets paid. Trying to get pictures to sell. Yeah. And get gets paid by spying on people, effectively. Like, these are not, these are not, like, you know, professionally staged photos. These take, take pictures of people when they're want to have a, when they're out and about doing their own things in their own private life uh and largely paparazzi are not considered good people largely when you think of the word proper when i think of the word paparazzi i think of a scumbag i think of nightcrawler yep. i think of jake gyllenhaal and nightcrawler and these are uh, yeah, people people who would cause accidents if they could to get better pictures yeah monsters and to be fair we watch homer and bart kind of turn into that and you're like okay comes a paparazzi which is a kind of a money grubbing scumbag job to get that money and not even a lot of money just some money and you're like okay i again i'm gonna lay this out i've never watched this episode before it feels like they are setting up a plot where you have homer being forced to choose between making money and being comfortable with his life and having to do disreputable things and feeling bad about that and despite the fact that it's paying him what good money that is an easy plot, an easy story construction, and they don't do any of that. They make it about a bunch of nonsense. So that is I no theme. We go to commercial. Nine minutes and two seconds. Matt has the shortest second act in history. Yes, and thankfully, uh, this is incredibly quick because it's mostly of what Homer being a jerk is all uh, happening. So Homer starts out being a polite paparazzi. He shows up to uh, Krusty on the red carpet. He's like, hey, can I get your picture? Krusty says no. He's like, okay. And then he asks somebody else. And he realizes very quickly that that is not going to help. So instead, he has Bard just annoy the absolute piss out of the um, paparazzi or out of the, the celebrities. And Homer is going to take pictures of them, which works because uh, Bart can be very, very annoying. I mean, we all know that. We we understand Bart. Uh, so Homer goes to, I believe it's a dry cleaner, and we see a long string of celebrities that have been on the show. And then we get this scene. Look at those celebrities. I've met them all, and yet they don't even acknowledge my existence. Hello, Homer. Have you lost weight? Oh, like you care, Betty White. Tell me, how's Maggie? Her name is Marge. I was talking about your baby. Oh, uh, she's looking very slippy. Thanks for taking my picture. If you want me to sign it, here's a stamped self-addressed envelope. And give Santa's little helper a big hug for me. Yeah, that's right. Just walk away. So, as we can see, uh, the celebrities, especially Betty White, uh, is her traditional Betty White self and is absolutely amazing to Homer. And Homer does his weird grumbling, uh, despite the fact that people are being just wonderful to him. Uh, go ahead. I don't know what I'm going to say, Matt. Uh, I, what's the joke here? That's what I can't figure out. It's like, I'm sure there's supposed to be one, but... I, I, this, uh, to me devoid of humor i was i was just like staring waiting 
waiting for like waiting for jokes to arrive, but it says just Betty White being nice. I'm like, what's the punchline, yeah. guys? What's the punchline to this? Oh, we got to wait for Dreader Tatum for the punchline, Matt. <laughs> oh, we sure do. Uh, because this is where Homer gets into traditional paparazzi territory. Uh, he goes and he insults Dreder Tatum, uh, him and Bart, and gets Dreder Tatum to start uh, beating him up thanks to, I believe, uh, mean comments about his CD. <sighs> so, uh, Dreder Tatum starts beating him up and keeps destroying his cameras, and Homer keeps pulling out more cameras. I believe he goes through six or seven uh, before he's out. But they got a great picture of him, so sure. I guess it was totally worth it. Uh, uh, we then get a scene where Homer and Bart are in Lisa's room, which has been transformed into a dark room. Seriously, this is 2000, what, seven, 2008 now? A dark room, really? Okay. I mean, it's uh, Lisa, a, I, Matt, a professional photographer could use film. I'm not going to say they wouldn't. You know, maybe they I could, but especially a paparazzi would not i i don't again i don't know maybe like here the thing is like maybe here this is my ear you want me to this is a, the one thing in this episode that i can i can understand is like a lot of times paparazzi have huge lens because they want to they have they're spying on people from a really far from away far away yes and maybe there's a digital the digital cameras in 2007 didn't have the support for really extravagant weird lenses that they use Hey, you want to know something fun about uh, no, cameras, Robbie? No. <laughs> Digital SLRs use the same lens mount as old SLRs. That's one of the reasons that they became so popular so quickly. Uh, so your Man, reason is not valid, but it doesn't. You're right. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I mean, I don't. Uh, they I are, don't. I. It doesn't. This is like here. My problem with this Matt, is like not that he's using film. Is that our the payoff for this is Lisa can't sleep. So she d uses the chemicals and she get, gets knocked unconscious by darkroom chemicals. That is correct. This is the third time I wrote the, the third time I wrote in the notes. This is the pits. I mean, you're not wrong. I'll mm. give you that. Okay. This is awful, in fact. So, moving along, uh, Lisa passes out. Uh, then we go back to Marge castigating Homer for uh, his current profession in just one of the stupidest scenes in the entire episode. That photo's mine. That photo's mine. That photo's mine. Well, I do like the extra money, but I think maybe you should stop exploiting human beings' private misfortunes. See, Marge, everyone says they hate these magazines, but it's impossible to set them down. Oh, it is not. Watch me. Hey. Sideshow Mel is in a custody battle? And it's turning bitter. If you need one more thing, it is a purchase. Experts disagree on location of heaven. Purchase! So, as we can see, there is a lot of filler in this episode. Marge hemming and hawing, trying not to read a tabloid. That's that's what we get in this. Yeah, they don't, and they don't set it up. They don't set up anything. Things just happen spontaneously, and they just tell us, you know. They just literally just yell at the camera mm -hmm. what's happening. That's, it. that's all we get. Yeah. So yes. Mm -hmm. After this, we see Homer's next idiotic thing that he does, in which he has Barney fly him in a helicopter over Rainier Wolfcastle's wedding, uh, in a very in a parody of uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger's wedding to uh, one of the the Kennedys. I can't remember who. Maria Rainier Wolf. Maria Maria Shriver is the woman's life yes, and real name. Yes. Man. 
in, in real life, yes, but I, I was trying to remember the name of the woman that the Mar- Raider Wolf Castle is. Yeah, I believe they, I believe this is might be wrong, but I believe it's Maria Shriver Kennedy Quimby. You know, you're probably right, Robbie. You are I know I don't know right. I don't know if her first name is correct. I don't know if they actually just go with Maria Shriver, blah blah blah, but I do they, I do know it ends with Shriver Kennedy Quimby, as I remembered it exactly. <laughs> Unfortunately, yes. yes. So so I don't want to do this anymore. Okay. Anyway, um, what happens at the wedding? uh, What happens at the wedding, Mac? Homer pendulums in from the helicopter, uh, takes a bunch of pictures of everyone. They're all pissed off. He ruins the cake. He ruins the wedding and Rainier Wolfcastle swears revenge. And thankfully, as Robbie puts it, this is the pits, but we go to a commercial in a very, very quick second act. Fourth, my fourth time I wrote, this is the pits. And then our, in our show notes, uh, th- I I want to make I do want to lay this out at least, Matt, because this is the part where I like I was losing my mind. Homer is tied with a rope to a helicopter, yeah, a rope. Uh-huh. and Lisa <laughs> is in the helicopter. Now, uh-huh. I don't. I'm not gonna say. Now, I'm not gonna say that Lisa is always a good person. But I will say that Lisa is, of the four core family members, the most ethical, moral person. Generally, yes. But you see, she wanted Homer to die, so therefore <laughs> she had to question whether she wanted to actually save him. Yes, there, there is a bit here where Homer is has a rope attached to him, and he jumps out of a helicopter— and it's not the rope end of the other end of the rope. It's not tied off to anything. And they literally have a scene where Lisa yells down to a plummeting Homer. Hey, do you want me to tie this off? And Homer goes, yeah, please tie that off. And Lisa ties off the rope just before Homer would have plummeted to his death. And what is this? Why is this here? Uh, it's, this is not a joke, guys. I don't know why that. What is the funny part? Someone explain it to me. That's how you know jokes are real funny is when you have to explain them. So, we come back from commercial, 14 minutes and 17 seconds, and uh, we have a meeting of the celebrities, Matt. Uh, all the Simpsons celebrities are here. We have, Wolf, obviously, Rainier Wolfcastle, but Krusty, and uh, I believe uh, the Daredevil. Um, Lance Murdoch? Lance Murdoch is there. Like, you know, a, a, an array of all the, the Springfield celebrities. Uh, long table, and uh, Rainer Wolf Castle has a plan to to ruin Homer. Greetings, famous faces and sizzling stars. Thank you for responding to my evite. Krusty, your response was the least funny. I'm a visual comedian. Did you get the JPEG? Wouldn't open. Ow! I wish to discuss our mutual enemy, Homer Simpson. <laughs> now, do not worry. In my film, A Future Droid in King Arthur's Court, I learned that it takes a robo-knight to defeat a robo-knight. <laughs> and to defeat a paparazzo, it takes this man. Let me introduce the world's greatest celebrity shutterbug, Enrico Iritazio. Buongiorno. How are you going to help us, Pifferoni? Allow me to explain. I take embarrassing pictures of Homer, harass him day and night. Justice will be served, and I will be a god in your eyes. Oh. Oh. See? 
It is good. I declare this meeting adjourned. Now please take some sushi, because if I give it to the dogs, they will think, oh, now I get sushi all the time, and I am not made of sushi. Robbie, I have a controversial opinion. What is I that? I like the sushi joke. Oof, okay. I think man. that's funny. I, I, oh boy. Ah, uh, I, <laughs> I mean, it's quite brave of you to say that out to say that out loud uh because i disagree (laughs) strongly i uh, don't find any of this entertaining um i oh this is supposed to be entertaining oh man i thought we were supposed to just like hate every moment i don't i don't hate is not i don't think hate is accurate honestly matt i am kind of just i feel like i'm in the middle of a field that is infinite in all directions. I'm in the middle of it. I can't see an edge and it's just a muddy field. It's mucky and muddy and it takes a few and and I'm walking, I'm walking through this field and it's hard because my feet keep getting stuck in the mud. My shoes keep coming off in the mud. I have to pull them out and be careful to keep my shoes on. But now the shoes have mud in them and muck and it's uncomfortable and I'm, and I just keep going, but I don't see an end. But it's not like it's it's not it's not like it's a quicksand. It, it's not a peat bog. It's not sucking me in. It's not killing me. It's just endless trudging. What is that? Can you? What is that emotion? What is that? What word describes the emotion that creates? Because that's how I feel. Uh, that's that a good question. I don't know if they're. I, feel I like don't, you're the writer. You should know. I was gonna say like I don't know that there. I would. I would say that there probably isn't a, a single word that can encapsulate. It. Maybe in German, the I Germans bet have one in German. <laughs> yeah, and Germans probably have a good word for it. But that is how I feel about this episode. Where it's just, it feels like, and as soon as the episode ends, I'm not in the field anymore. That's how I. That's how I would feel. Um. This is the only real scene with John Lovitz as this a paparazzi guy, um, which like, oh, you're like, OK, so they're not doing Homer as like doing, you know, worrying about doing they're not doing the plot I outlined earlier where he's being corrupted by the money to do bad things. OK, they're so in, in this scene, you go, oh, they're doing like a rivalry thing with this other paparazzi. And you're like, oh, are they going to like out paparazzi each other? Is that going to be the story? No, that's also wrong. Uh, the Simpsons surprised me in the worst ways possible. So you didn't know you could be so disappointed. I, I I'm not. I, again, I don't know. So um, we get a montage of of John Lovitz just taking pictures that are embarrassing to Homer. This is uh, this. I also wrote notice. This is where I wrote the first time. What is this, Matt? These are. This is a real question. Okay. Uh-huh. Paparazzi take pictures of famous people, right? You're correct. Okay. And people pay for those pictures because those people are famous. They want to see celebrities yes. doing sometimes mundane things, but oftentimes it's secret things. Uh, you know, embarrassing things. And there's a, you know, it's complicated, but it's usually the fame is a big part of it. They have to be a famous person. Who cares about this random guy? Who's Homer? He's just a guy. Why do yeah, people... Yeah, the only people that should know him are the celebrities. Yeah, why... Did... But there is a magazine printed called Homer that is just pictures of... Embarrassing pictures of Homer. 
when Homer's not on screen or in a magazine, people should be asking where's Homer. But it doesn't it doesn't even make any sense because why would it bother him? No one who would care? Who's gonna buy this magazine except for those twelve celebrities? I don't get it. It doesn't matter. The episode I mean, doesn't people care. People do like scandals. So if it was like, oh, new from the pages of the National Enquirer, here's a guy. <laughs> it's supposed to be like that. I don't know. Okay. So uh, this is my nuts time for my next clip. It's called J.K. Simmons is back and Homer quits. How could you publish this? I thought we were friends. I have no friends. Friends take time, and time is money, and money pays for things, like a manicure and a boiled egg. Get me one of each, but not boiled poached. Ah, what the hell? It's Friday. Scrambled. Sometimes I wish I had a twin. Not that much, though. We just fight. And then he said he didn't want a twin, because they just fight. Sweetie, maybe it's time you retired from paparazziing. It's never fun to get a taste of your own medicine. You're right. I'm giving up photography and my own medicine. So long, anti-clotting agent. Clot, 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 clot. <sighs> what an incredibly stupid joke. <laughs> I mean, you can say that. Oh, I'm sorry. All... Did I say that out loud? I don't. We just think those. You can. Yeah, I mean, we're. This is. This podcast is about. Is about saying things out loud, Matt. Um, it's very difficult to do a silent podcast. So Homer gives up his job that he didn't care about in the first place. Why does it matter that Homer stops being a paparazzi? There's no stakes. No one cares about. Like, there's no reason anything happens. There's no stakes. So why do I care? I don't. We move on to the next part of this plot, which doesn't. Again, why does this? I don't know why any of this is happening. I have no idea. There are just things happening, scenes. There's no conductive tissue. There's no reason. So we cut to the celebrities having a party because Homer quit. Are you telling me that there are zero other paparazzi in Springfield? Is that why they're is that they're allowed to act just horrible people? They just literally just hired a paparazzi to out paparazzi Homer. Now he's in town. See, this is this maybe okay, Matt. Okay, uh, you can you can m- make fun of me because you do it every week. But this is when I go, oh, when I had a small hope, I had a small hope that okay, now John Lovett's character is gonna start being a bad paparazzi to the celebrities, and they're gonna hire, gonna have Homer. To hire Homer. And I go, okay, that's something. I don't really like it, but it, it is something. Uh, but again, they don't do that either. Instead, the celebrities like are go to a club and Homer is sad about it. They're on top of the world while I'm sitting here pretending I have a stool. All because of a bunch of stuff that happened. Ah, Homer, don't be so quick to abandon this paparazzo thing. Yeah, it's an American tradition to cut people down to size because they've brought so much joy into our lives. You know who I can't stand? That Robin Williams. You know, one time I saw him eating dinner with his children. He wouldn't take the time out to do all the funny bits from his movies. And my sister once saw Burt Reynolds at an airport, and he wouldn't even co-sign a mortgage. You guys are right. I should get back in the game. Oh, but I threw away my camera. Oh, here, use this one. I was going to use it to take secret photos in a lady's toilet, but uh, no dames ever come in this joint. Thanks, Mo. Sure. Excuse me, do you have a ladies' room? We need to trade bras and panties. Oh, you got to be kidding me. Robbie, I'd like to make a nomination right here mm-hmm. for the worst joke. Sorry, quote-unquote joke in like several weeks oh i'm going with here wow okay i mean this is so stupid and awful oh my god i don't 
Who are we here, Matt? Uh, this is not. I don't think this is a ridiculous question. Who are we rooting for? Who, who are who's the I, good? I don't know. Homer, the celebrities. <laughs> Homer? I, I'm so confused. Uh, first of all, that Robin Williams bit. Woof. Uh, worse. It's a ten thousand times worse in uh, looking back. No, now knowing what we knew about Robin Williams. Um, but I like the the joke. Like the joke is that Homer is sad that the paparazzis aren't being constantly hounded by him. Is that like? And they get to do whatever they want, but that was never the like. It just makes me want to scream. Like that was never the re- he didn't get started because he wanted to put the celebrities in their place. He got started for money. This is not heroic. Paparazzi's are not heroic people. Why is why are we? I don't want to root for anyone. I hate everyone in this episode. Um, he breaks into the club, Matt. Homer breaks into the club. Of course he does. And takes a bunch of pictures of all the celebrities dancing. They're not really doing anything crazy. Are they? like, it's not like they're sacrificing babies. Like what? No, but the like, I, I believe Dredder Tatum is snorting Secretariat's ashes. And uh, I think one of them blends up money to make a cocktail. I just. Yeah. Krusty does you know. that and then drinks it and says it's bad. And then yells at a bartender. But that's not like, I don't. Okay, whatever. Uh, Homer takes a bunch of pictures, and then we get the ending of this episode in heavy sneer quotes. What are you going to do with those photos? Nothing. Huh? Providing you celebrities do something for me. I want you all to show some respect for the people who made you what you are. Sign an autograph or two. Support a charity for something that hasn't happened to a member of your family. Let one of us regular guys write a terrible children's book. We will take the deal. As a sign of good faith, I invite you and your family to a barbecue on my offshore party platform. Pat is good doing real things with real people. Say, Rainier, you're in show business. Would you mind taking a look at this screenplay I wrote? Oh, sorry. I do not read unsolicited manuscripts. least it got made right am i allowed to hit things <laughs> i mean it's your house you can hit whatever you want that just don't hit the don't Fair. hit the cat or the dog um Ugh. the turtle can probably take it so i would allow i'll allow that um they have a shell so this is that's the end of the episode that's how the episode ends guys i want to make that clear that is the end that's the last thing that happens is that marge goes at least it got made or Mrs. Mom movie, by the way. The name of I'm more interested in Mrs. Mom than I am in anything that happens in this episode, which is not <laughs> a good thing. Um, Homer and so Homer decides not to publish his pictures because he wants the celebrities to be nice to fans. When was that? What this episode's about? Oh, n- never. Oh, okay. This is the final time I wrote. This is the pits. Uh, this episode's the pits. It's bad. There's nothing in it. It is about nothing. It has nothing redeeming in it. I maybe Matt Matt, I like the couch guy, I guess. I like the evolution couch guy that is entirely disconnected. Jakey Simmons is entertaining in the minute he gets, I guess. So there's that. But the Simpsons themselves are trash. <laughs> At this point, yes. In season eighteen that we are reviewing, 
there is nothing worth watching. No, I mean like I mean not the show. I meant the characters, but yes, the show too, man. I mean that's oh, that works too. Yeah. I was gonna say this, this is like this episode is trash, but the characters are trash. Like there's no there's no character in this episode. Nothing. Um, we will rank it at the end of the show. Robbie, is this episode broken? No, you were right the first time with that quick fix idea. Let's see, quick fix, quick fix. Uh-huh. <sighs> yeah, of course. Uh, yes. Like, there's nothing, like, like it feels like, it's like a, like, if you took, like, a, a piece, like, uh, I don't know, like a, you hollowed out a cube of aluminum, and you, and you, but you made it a vacuum inside, and then the cube just collapses on itself. Yeah. It's a, it's, this is a house of cards, it just collapses, there's nothing inside of it, there's no substance. My fix this episode, I wrote in capital letters here, Matt. Make it about something. Give it some gosh darn stakes. Uh, I, what I outlined before, Homer becoming an astronaut means something because it represents him trying to find get respect from Bart. Homer going to Homer Palooza, going to be a rock star on tour and risking his life because he wants to be cool again. He wants to capture that feeling he had when he was young. That's something. Like, think about all the jobs Homer has had over the years. Homer the Vigilante, he's worried about, you know, he want, there, there's personal stakes. Even if this thing is ultimately, here, Matt, I, I, this does not have to be complicated. I laid it out at the very beginning of this episode. And it is the safest, easiest plot line. And I don't know why they didn't just do it. Where, yeah, Homer stumbles into becoming a paparazzi. That'd be my, here, we don't need seven minutes of inciting incident, by the way. Hot take. We don't need seven minutes of inciting incident. Homer stumbles into it. Maybe Lisa starts gets into photography and Homer, he wants, she wants Homer with him, with her. And she gets bored or she gets to go to the bathroom, hands Homer a camera. He ends up taking pictures of a celebrity doing something and he takes the picture, sells it, stumbles into becoming a paparazzi when he realizes it'll make him a lot of money, way more money than he makes at the nuclear plant. And then it's, it is about Homer realizing that, Oh, this job's kind of gross. You have to human and you take one celebrity that he eventually takes a picture of and it actually hurts their life. It just like they either they're in a relationship or it ruins the job prospect. And it's nothing like it's something probably relatively innocuous, but it does get maybe like I don't know. It, it it would have to be something harmful, but it doesn't really matter. You pick any of the Springfield celebrities, um, probably one of the more likable ones. Make it Mel. Yeah, probably not Krusty. No, not Krusty. Mel is good, or 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 Lance Murdoch. You know, like the, one of those like the lesser known, smaller guys that we don't really have a lot Barney of. Arnie Pie. Arnie Pie. Something you know, someone we don't, someone we actually don't hate actively or think of as sleazy and then homer realizes what he did was wrong and he has to redeem himself and to do that blah 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 again it doesn't really matter the thing is like you're just setting up a plot line so that you can hang jokes on it you have to build the skeleton and then you fill it out with like funny jokes and gags but that's too much to ask there's nothing in this episode it is this is this feels like again i've said this before feels like me in like in 7th grade doing homework at 7:45 a.m. class starts in 15 minutes eh, i'll just whatever whatever write it write out write out 200 page 200 word book report 
just knock it out real quick. Rock this it is, out. Uh, it, we got to we got to turn this in before the the season order is finished. Yeah, we got to turn this in. Uh, it doesn't really have any plot or story or character in it. And who cares? Things happen, right? Things happen for twenty minutes, and then you're like, okay, this is the pits. That's my final. Fix this episode, make it an episode. That'd be my actual answer, Matt. Like, there's nothing to it. Like, make it an episode. I, you have to have a full-on story to yeah, make it an episode, and that's was, not, what, not what happening here. There's a begin, have a beginning, a middle, and end. Have stakes. Have character motivations. My God, oh my God, guys. Whew. I don't think that's too much to ask. Uh, hey, Matt. Yes, Robbie. We can move on to our next segment. It's time for comments in the news group. Okay, here we are. Alt dot nerd dot obsessive. Comments News Group is where I ask our patrons on patreon.com slash The Simpsons Show to uh, review the episode. Uh, tell us what they think and uh, read it on the air. You can join us there and any a supporter on any level can leave a review. First from Tim. In prior reviews, I've mentioned the episodes from season 18 often have a decent premise but fail on execution. While Romy Old and Julia had a weak premise, it had at least a quality implementation. Homerazzi fails on both fronts. Of course, the leading indicator was the over two minute intro, which in and of itself probably would have been a, a better effort. While I laughed once, Sideshow Mel pondering how he's going to convert a magazine picture into a screensaver, pretty much everything else here was an insult to person kind. Somehow it manages the worst sort of racism and transphobia we've seen in recent years, so that keeps this from falling below th- number 360, which is where I'll rank it. Next. Solid. From Derek. Okay, I may make a complete fool of myself, but I'm going to give my thoughts on this episode based on the fond memories I have of watching it from about four years ago. Ooh, (laughs) audacious. This one and the upcoming Marge Gamer are actually enjoyable. It has all the ingredients to make the turd sandwich these episodes normally turn out as. Yet, for some reason, the thin Homer gets a job premise actually makes for a fun little episode. It's not smart. It's not sophisticated. It doesn't resemble a show in its heyday. But if The Simpsons absolutely has to keep going indefinitely, then I'd much prefer it to just be twenty minutes, 22 minutes of a wee bit of fun like this rather than pure irritation or mind-numbing boredom. Of course, I'm going to watch this just before listening to the podcast on Monday morning and realize it is actually the epitome of a season 18 episode. And what I've just said has been a complete load. Uh, I mean, Derek, I do encourage you to have your own thoughts and opinions. I'm just because I feel that this episode is uh, an empty piece of garbage. Doesn't mean that you wouldn't like it more than me. But I, what I'm saying, yes, you, it is an absolute piece of garbage. It's a piece of trash. There's nothing says nothing. Um, as well as 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 his point of it. The Simpsons absolutely has to keep going indefinitely, Matt. I don't know if you heard the news, but Al Jean says no plans to end the show at any time soon. And he says 40 seasons is absolutely possible. Hey, as long as it's making money, they don't really care. Don't have no fears. They have stories for years. Uh, next up for Benjamin. This one felt like a reprieve from the majority of the season. The couch guy was interesting, but the length of it should tell us something. The same with the candle gag and how long it took to destroy a photo album. I did like the name Easy Blow Candles, though. The episode felt light and snappy. It moved at a good pace and just had one plot. Pretty much stuck to it once I got going. thought I had a number of gags that worked and made me laugh. Cool to see Gabo again and Betty White was enjoyable. My biggest problem is that Homer is never really taking the photos for any reason but money. It took a big stand at the end right after Lenny and Carl undercut that whole message. A little messy, but overall, I dare say I enjoyed this one. I'm glad someone enjoyed it. Because the rest of us did not. Uh, there's some more positives here, Matt. Uh, from JJ. Wow. I thought for a minute I was watching Guess Who's Coming to Criticize Dinner, where Homer's new job causes problems for the chefs of Springfield, and they swear revenge. Just replace chefs with celebrities, and it's beat for beat the exact same plot, only with an extra-long intro and several pointless inciting incidents, which take up the entire nine-minutes-long first arc. 
take out the intro and end credits. And this, uh, this episode was only 17 and a half minutes long. Last week didn't need to be plot, but this one did. John Lovett's character was completely wasted, too. All that being said, it's, it is funnier than most season 18 episodes. Despite all his problems, including the standard teen Homer obnoxiousness, I can't say I didn't enjoy it. I think it is a guilty pleasure episode. Also, great couch gag which I agree with. It is a great couch gag. And finally from Lauren, this episode wasn't bad. It was still kind of boring, but I smiled a few times. I didn't laugh, but I'll happily take a few smiles. Also had a plot with conflict and an ending. Wow. Such a low bar to set. Am I right? Even with this low bar, I think this episode barely (laughs) passes it. I like JK Simmons and I thought he did a good job. Couch gag was good as well, but long, but the Bardosaurus got me would have been a low shock value, like a two. That's for the joke regarding the red room being in Lisa's bedroom. See, I'm, I'm glad that Lauren, rage has subsided uh, <laughs> from the last couple episodes, but uh, I would give this a much higher shock value. I'm just, it tells you what I value. I think that, I think that's honestly what, where it, mm-hmm. where it lies. Um, thank you everyone who leaves reviews, watch these episodes along with us on our Patreon. You can again, join us there and join the cavalcade of calamity, the parade of pain, as I've said before, uh, it is time for our next segment. It's time for listener question of the week. Let's try one more number. <gasps> Yellow. KBBL is going to give me something stupid. Well, hot dog, we have a wiener. Yellow. Our listener question of the week this week is what is your favorite Shakespeare play? Lots of lots of great answers. Appreciate everyone who took the time. Matt, take it away. Alrighty. First up, uh, from Matthew. Okay, so you're right in my wheelhouse here since my undergrad is in the Shakespearean studies. Oh, wow. Uh, it's a fairly basic answer, but I love Othello. Iago is my favorite character in the canon. The plot is more streamlined than Hamlet or Lear, and the tragedy, when produced right, is palpable. Honorable mention to Measure for Measure, a vastly underrated play about sexual politics and the abuse of power, until a truly terrible final act that throws out all the logic and themes established for the expected happy ending. That sounds familiar. Uh, Air quotes, because the ending should not be a happy one for the heroine of the play if you've been paying attention. I quote that of an Elizabethan or Jacobean comedy. I think uh, Jacobian... I don't know the correct pronunciation. I believe it is uh, I think Jacobian. Judging, I mean, you're for right the first time. Right? Jacobian, okay. Uh, I think, judging by that, it's the one Shakespeare play Mr. Simpson's writer saw in college and thought, oh, that's how all comedies should end. It certainly seems like it. <laughs> uh, from Alex, I was always fond of A Midsummer Night's Dream. Uh, from Rachel, The Tempest, Shakespeare's final play. It's an incredible reflection on aging and on outcasts and has a lot of rich characters. It also adapts quite well to other formats like music or literature. Uh, from Lauren, a confession, I don't know many of Shakespeare's plays, but I do remember reading Macbeth in some level of school. Since I'm a morbid human being, I found it interesting and engaging, so I'll pick Macbeth as my favorite. Hey, that's a totally fair reason. Uh, from Hoffa, Tony and Cleo, they're hot. <laughs> okay. Um, from Rich, my favorite is Hamlet. As much as to be or not to be has been reduced to a cliche at this point, the play is a deep examination of the purpose of life and the enigma of death, and is as powerful now as it has ever been. It still finds plenty of room for humor, even with the very dark subject matter. There's a reason they say every clown wants to play Hamlet. <gasps> oh, I'm pretty sure the clown played King Lear, but he might have also played Hamlet. <clears throat> uh, from Derek, my favorite is probably King Lear. I said it at A-level, and it was the first time I really appreciated Shakespeare, especially the five-act structure reflecting the Aristotle. <sighs> Aristotle, I can't do it, Robbie. I just can't. I, <laughs> Aristotelian uh, model of tragedy. There you go. You got it. You're good. Clever stuff. Before that, Shakespeare bored the arse off me at school, but I came around at the end. Uh, for Matt, for ATX, much ado about nothing. Treachery, weddings, sexy misunderstandings. What's not to love? <laughs> the, from Wastecast. I want to say Hamlet only for the fact that we got the grossly unnecessary and stupid sequel, Hamlet 2. 
thought the sequel or the spinoff was going to be Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead, but that's Hamlet two is good too. Uh, from at L Columbia 88, I saw Coriolanus during quarantine online starring Tom Hiddleston, and it was super good. Never heard of it before then. I haven't heard of it either. What's Robbie? Are you familiar with Coriolanus? No. Oh, all right then. I'll have to look it up. Uh, from Matt Jessica Ruiz, one, I'm fond of Much Ado About Nothing because we did that in high school play, but I also like the Hamlet, Julius Caesar, Taming of the Shrew, A Midsummer Night's Dream, so I will say those ones green face with smiley eyes. I'm pretty sure it's supposed to be a. <laughs> It's an emoji. emoji. It's an emoji, but the copy okay. paste does not work with uh, emojis. It's a uh, Google Docs. <laughs> Thank you, Robin. You're welcome. Uh, from, from at Hippie 200, I would really love to sound all the fancy and or love to sound all fancy and educated and pick a random play that isn't so well known. But my answer is Macbeth. There's just no two ways about it. It's a masterpiece. I mean, when you're talking Shakespearean tragedies, it's pretty much Macbeth or Hamlet. Come on, guys. Uh, from at yes it's Aaron I'm partial to the comedies I saw both A Winter's Tale and Much Ado About Nothing at Atlanta Shakespeare Tavern several years ago and they were both brilliant uh, from at here's my story pod 100% Macbeth because I had to pick one uh, and finally from at Brian J. Field Hamlet for sure Robbie what is yours this is a complicated question Matt it is there's so many good ones there's a lot I mean obviously I, I, I'm gonna, first of all I'm going to say Shakespeare's great and anyone who is intimidated by Shakespeare, uh, go see a, go see it live in a theater. Go see oh, a comedy. Really? It's, it's really hard to get just reading it. Yeah. So if you ever had to read it, like a lot of people's first exposure to, to Shakespeare, they have to read the plays in high school or middle Ugh. school or whatever. And you're like, that's not – take someone to a, a, a good theater company's and let them watch it. And all that language that can be overwhelming when you're reading it is very clear when it's acted out in front of you and with the right delivery and all that. Um, so, uh, I, <laughs> okay. All that being said, my favorite here, I have two answers to this, Matt. Unsurprisingly. Okay. So best Shakespeare Hamlet. Okay. Best. I'm going to say Hamlet is the, like, Everything else aside, the language of Hamlet is so good and so dense and so great. I can't help but mention it. But my favorite is Titus Andronicus because Titus oh, Andronicus. I, I knew. How did I know Andronicus would be your favorite? Of course, God. it's my favorite. It's it's the goriest, it's most so stupid. It is. I mean, yes, Matt, but it is also the most metal <laughs> of all the Shakespeare plays. You are not wrong about that. So it is my favorite. Uh, uh, it's, I, um, it's it is like I, this is favorite. All right, I I don't. Uh huh. It doesn't necessarily make great sense sometimes, and it would, like it it's full of nonsense. Ever. Hey 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 Matt. There's some really gnarly stuff uh -huh. that happens in Titus Andronicus, and it's there awesome. really is. And that's it's, why I'm like, Ugh. it's really awesome. Um. It's full of it's full of dark and bloody revenge. Like, I, of course, I love Titus Andronicus. It doesn't, whatever. Uh, Matt, what is your answer? Oh, it's tough for me. Um, I am partial to comedies uh, in Shakespeare as well as in life, so I have to go with Much Ado About Nothing. Uh, but I also really, really enjoy The Tempest and Macbeth. Uh, Macbeth mainly because of the Gargoyles TV show. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> not that's not the reason I love it, but it's what introduced me to it. So I have a special place in my heart for it. My uh, here and now I my I was pick my, my favorite comedy as much as do about nothing I'll I'll make that clear but yeah. I'm I'm more of a dra I'm a more of a tragedy guy obviously 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 um but the comedies uh, they're the comedies are all great and funny too 
Um, they're all honestly. The, I I feel like the quality of all Shakespeare's tragedies vary wildly, but the quality <laughs> of the comedies are all pretty consistent. They're all pretty just like I guess it's just easier to write a yeah a consistent you know comedy of errors with fun wordplay. Um, next week's question: What's your favorite J.K. Simmons movie? Oh, that's gonna be a real tough one. Spider Man Three. <laughs> uh huh. That's my favorite. I love Spider Man Three. You ever see that part where Peter Parker dances? I I did. Uh, I, 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 I'm excited. I I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited for that new Spider Man movie because I hope they get you know I get hope they get Tobes back and Tobes does a little dance. Does a little dance, makes a little love tonight. I no, I don't think I don't know if Tobes. I don't, did they bring back Tobes at all? I know. Uh, I know they haven't said anything about any other Spider Man. It's just the villains. So I know, course. but they there's Matt. Come on, they I they are. They, I know there's I know. so much leaks and rumor about yeah, at least Garfield. I know Garfield's in there. Um, I'm ready for I'm ready for a, a incredibly corny Green Goblin uh, Willem Dafoe in my life again. I think I'm ready for it. Oh. So, um, that's next week's question. I post it on our social media, Twitter, Simpsons Show Pod at Simpsons Show Pod. You can email us to Simpsons Show Pod at gmail dot com, uh, and you can also answer this question on Patreon, which is Patreon dot com slash The Simpsons Show. Matt, it is time for our next segment. It's time for the No Google Trivia Challenge. I am too smart. I am too smart. S M R T. I mean S M A R R T. The No Go Trivia Challenge is where Matt and I each challenge each other with three trivia questions. One easy, one medium, and one hard, and try and stump the other. Matt has a 45 jillion point lead on me. No. With not very many episodes. You have nine points, Matt. It's like impossible. There's no way. I can't catch up. It's like, it's like, a, it's like, you're like, even you're, if you don't believe in yourself, I believe in you. You're on the verge of lapping me. Like, it's literally like if we were on a, a NASCAR race, I would be, you'd be passing me. Okay, um, they would be telling me get out, get off the track because I'm into danger to the faster traffic. Uh, <laughs> so, are you ready for an easy question? I am ready. Homer gets what job? And guess who's coming to criticize dinner? Uh, a food critic. That is correct. I took uh, inspiration from JJ's answer, and you know this this episode is very similar to Guess Who's Coming to Criticize Dinner. Well, there you go. Um, oops, that's wrong. There. Okay, go ahead, Matt. Give me an easy question. All right, your easy question. What is the name of Rainier Wolfcastle's daughter in The Bart Wants What It Wants? Greta? You are correct. Or, sorry, Greta. Yes. Do I have to say it? Okay. Your meme question, Matt. What year was the Springfield Shopper founded? Oh, God. You've asked me this before. Um, yeah, probably. 1952. No, 1883. Oh my goodness, okay. That's before they merged with Hot Sex Weekly. Hot Sex Weekly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, your medium question. What is the name of the headmaster at Springfield Preparatory School? <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, I, don't, I don't even remember that, Matt. Uh, I literally cannot remember the fact that Oh, any of that. Uh, That's how the episode starts. Oh, God almighty. Uh, Springfield Preparatory School. Is it a ma- Can you tell me if it's a man or a woman? It is a man. I will give you that. Okay. It's a man. Uh, it is, his name is John Hardcastle. 
Uh, I'm apparently is Sinjin Van Hookstraten. You, you made that up. That's not real. <laughs> I wish I made that <laughs> you made that up. That's name up. <laughs> All right. Your hard question, Matt. What is the headline of Homer's first published food review? Uh, okay. Okay. It is Food Box um, Go or No Go by Bill Simpson. What? No. No, no, no. <laughs> no? Okay. No. It is Cod is Great, Scrod is Good. Oh, I'm thinking of something completely different. <laughs> I guess so. The, the Cod is Great, Scrod is Good is the headline of his first published piece. Okay. Okay. All right. Your hard question. How many elements does the periodic table have at Springfield Preparatory School? Oh, God. Uh, 211. 250. Gosh! I was just... I just threw a number out. I had no idea. I didn't I didn't know what they were... I don't know what they were doing. Um, it's a lot of elements, Matt. It's a lot of elements. That's true. They got the secret elements at the... <laughs> the ones other people don't have, you know? Yeah. Uh, Matt and I tied this this episode that's not good so i have to make grounds on matt if i'm ever gonna challenge this season because i'm still nine points behind him good luck with that yeah thanks matt you know what you're in control of this you know you just give me easier questions you you could study you know study you want me to watch more simpsons Simpsons. yeah i gotta write books man all right they (laughs) they gotta come out i gotta pet my dog and my cats that's true. Petting yep. them, it takes up a lot of your time. I got to play the new Forza. Well, that's, that's, you know, I obvious. Got, I got a DeLorean, man. I just cruise around in my DeLorean, smashing through stuff. It's fun. My God, really? <laughs> yeah, it's great. Uh, someone designed a uh, Back to the Future skins for it. It's really good. Um, also, uh, here, I recommend you guys play the new Forza. It's real good. Uh, that's it for tr- trivia. I'm behind by a bunch of points. It doesn't. What is? I'm just gonna go hard, full on hard. Matt's not getting any more points this season. That's we're just. I've decided. Oh no! We're getting we're getting triple hard questions every single week. That's all Matt's gonna get from. Oh, I know, nerds. Uh, we can move on to our final segment. The segment we end every single episode with. It's time for best episode ever. Best episode ever. Best episode ever is the part of the show where Matt and I rank the episodes categorically as we watch them chronologically, eventually compiling a list of every episode ever and how good they are. Mm-hmm. There's, there's just nothing in this episode. Uh, I'm trying to... This is not... It's not the worst of the worst because there's nothing like actively... I don't know. I didn't really find that much actively yeah, offensive in Yeah, there's nothing actively it. bad about it, but it's just dumb. It's so boring. I would put this right with... This is in the mobile Homer monkey suit GI annoyed grunt area to me in the 340s. about right. That's where I would put this, right above the million. Mil, uh, it's it's better than million dollar AB in Kiss Kiss Bang Bang lore. Yeah. yeah. But not, it's not actively offensive. Yeah. Um, I, I, I can't believe it. Though. Like, we, GI annoyed grunt. I don't, I already forget what the hell that episode's about. What is no, GI annoyed grunt? Is? I believe that's the one where Homer gets, the, the, the military invades Springfield because Homer's mean to them. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, that one's also terrible. Um, yep. Is this better than that, Matt? Yes, just because the plot is somehow less outlandish. I guess that's fair. But that, that's the closest I can get then to telling you there's that it's ice, ice cream of Margie with the light blue hair. Homer becomes an ice cream truck driver. Mm-hmm. And the 
Is that that's popsicle sticks, right? Yes. Uh, she makes the popsicle stick homework to say that she still loves him. I think this is better than that. Um, revenge the dish best served three times. Mm, that one I don't remember. That's the three stories all dealing with revenge. Count of Monte Fatso. This is worse than that. This oh, is worse than the Count of Monte yeah, Fatso. This is worse than that. That, that, that was actually kind of interesting. In that's places. more. Yeah, that's more entertaining than this. That's and that's all. That's the only like. It's not. It's still terrible, but it is better than this episode. That episode had things in it that I enjoyed. There's nothing in this that I I liked except for maybe J.K. Simmons and uh, the the couch gag. I guess I don't really count couch gag though. It's just that's kind of divorced from the episode itself. Um, that's Homerazzi. New number 344 on this list. Right below, Revenge is a dish best served three times. Right above, Ice Cream of Margie with the light blue hair. It is number 153. A new number 153 on the post-Golden Years ranking. First on the list is still Homer's Enemy. Last place is still Codependence Day. Um, there is one more question we have to answer, though. The question is, do we shoot this episode out of the cannon? The cannon! The cannon! The cannon! The cannon! The cannon! I feel like I should, like, firing the cannon, like, taking the energy to fire the cannon is more than this episode deserves. Um, <laughs> but I'm going to do it anyway. Like, I have to do my duty. Because there's, there's nothing. You do. We need to fire the cannon. There's nothing. This is... Mm-hmm. Fire the cannon! Um, so we uh, that's no, of course not. What? No, Homer. Like, why? What does this add? Nothing. Nothing. It's completely pointless. It's just it's fluff as a filler episode to make their episode commitment. Yeah, they had him that we were contractually obligated to make twenty-two episodes that season, so they made that one. Um, we move our way to the top list and work our way down as we answer the same question about every episode on the list. And then we are at in a very interesting episode, Matt, number 75. It's The Principal and the Pauper. Ooh, a lot of people don't like this episode. Uh, it's, yeah, it's a, I mean, and also, is a, I think, interesting question about the canon of, you know, Armin Tamzarian. A lot of people think that's controversial, the fact that The Simpsons did that, especially back then when people cared. Uh, <laughs> That's the only reason people are angry, Matt. Principal Popper is 10,000 times better than episodes like this. But you don't see people complaining in line about Homerazzi, you know, like because no one watched it. But Principal Popper, everyone saw it. And that's why everyone was mad. Um, but no, it's I the Principal Popper is great. And I think, yes, it's part of the can because of, of that fact. Like even here, even if it wasn't like good. I would still say it deserves to be part of the canon because it does something really interesting and takes a chance, you know, with an established character like Principal Skinner and, and adds all this weird stuff about, oh, yeah, he's the different character altogether. His really name's Armin Tamsarian and all that. Um, but I, the episode's really good and interesting questions about identity and how uh, television how television works, honestly. It's a little weird. Uh, it's a weird episode, for sure. It's weird, but... I would rather watch that episode dozens of times than anything in season 18. Yeah. Yeah. And, and uh, it's valuable. I think there's interesting stuff in it and it clearly shows the work that was put into it. So yeah, it's part of the canon. Um, oh no. Next week we have an interesting question to answer. Oh, no, no we'll, we'll get to it then. I'm not, I'm not going to talk about it now. Um, 
So that's about it for this week. We have next week's Marge Gamer. Not next, next week is oh, Marge, Marge Gamer, which is, uh, I believe, Derek keeps mentioning as an episode he really liked. Um, we'll see. I hope it's good. I hope so, too, because I, at the rate things are going. I don't know. I I don't know if we'll see. I don't know if it's good, but I hope I hope it's good. Um, that's next time on uh, on the show. We will have an episode. It'll be thanks. It's the Thanksgiving weekend. We will have an episode. Uh, Matt and I will figure out a way to we'll figure out a time to record during the week. The Simpsons, like life, finds a way. Yeah. But we might not have a regular episode for Christmas this year. Might do a, a mailbag episode again. Um, it's been a couple years since we've done a mailbag, so maybe we will. We'll see. Um, but thanks, everyone, for listening and all that stuff. I think they'll do it for us. You can find us online at the, the, the com has links to everything, to our Twitter, to our RSS feed, link to this list. Uh, it's updated there if you want to see it at any point. You can find me online on Twitter at Robbie Dorman. My website is RobbieDorman.com which includes links to all the things I do in line, including all my horror novels. My newest novel, What Dwells Beneath the Waves, is Carl Heisen meets H.P. Lovecraft. Uh, it's about a, it's about stopping, it's, it is about trying to stop a, a Florida man eldritch cultist in the Florida Keys. It is out now. By the time you're listening to this, you can go buy it. You should go buy my book. Hey, buy my book. Uh, it's real good. It's a very entertaining, uh, and my, it's my first real Lovecraft in novel. You'll I love it a lot because I'm the best writer that's ever lived. He's not wrong, people. Go buy his book. The best ever. Not Shakespeare. We mentioned we talk a lot about Shakespeare in this episode. Puh. Amateur. 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 Uh, Matt does not participate in social media. You will not find him. That is true. I spend all of my time, as some of you may have heard, depending on Robbie's editing. Uh, fostering kittens getting them on their well on their way uh to their jobs uh because you know they are interns while they're with us and then someday they will get their first entry-level job that requires only five years of experience uh but you can check out the adorable interns at kitten turns k-i-t-t-i-n-t-e-r-n-s on instagram uh we are down to one intern at the moment uh whose adoption fell through so you can see him be adorable uh if you like it's a great Instagram account. It's very cute kittens on there. You should follow it. And if you live within driving distance of Central Florida, you should adopt Devastator, Death Devastator. Dealer. Devastator. We call him Tater. Thank you very much. He's a cute little Tater. Devastator's a better name. That's pretty good. I like. He's a I mean, if worlds. you like monster trucks, who doesn't like monster monster trucks? I love monster trucks. Um, I don't know what I'm doing anymore. Uh, that'll do it. I'm Robbie. And I'm Matt. Thank you for watching this episode. Shh.